All right, hey, everybody, this is a, a style of show we haven't done in a while. And, you know, so, you know, you know it's not easy making a sleep podcast because, like, the main way you support the show is, uh, you, you know, if you put people to sleep, then it gets it's hard for them to get a message to support the show and how, you know, so, so you know, if you've been listening to the show for years, you know, it's like never easy. And because they say, okay, the podcast is so good at putting people to sleep, it makes it harder uh, to keep, keep get the listeners to take action. And, and that's like how podcasting, podcasting is different, like uh, where it's not a mass medium. So there's no advertising just to hear it. It's always, oh, how many people buy this stuff or, or how many people become patrons? And, and that translates into the budget for the show to keep it going and free. But a long time ago, I made a deal with someone it kind of like it, that they would, um, uh, like kind of like an advertising deal. It wasn't super lucrative, unfortunately, because it was early on in the podcast. But I did make this deal where uh, they have uh, access to the podcast occasionally. And actually, they were smart because they got in early. And then I say, Are you going to run one of these episodes uh, anytime soon? And they say, Not right now. Because they were waiting as the podcast has grown and grown and grown because of all the wonderful listeners like you who spread the word just naturally. And also, I don't know a lot about this. Like, usually now I say, okay, well, you could work with the show. That's great. Let me check out what you get, you know, like, uh, like uh, let me check your product out or let me check you out. This is like a mysterious, it's just a seminar company. I guess it's not that mysterious. And much like the podcast, they wanted people to succeed. And I think they built their business model. Their business model is bore to win. It's bore to win seminars. And uh, and I think they, now they call it bore to, bore to win life enrichment LLC or something uh, was the last notice they sent me when they said, okay, we'd like to run another episode. And unfortunately, I didn't know what it like. I don't know what it's about Uh like, luckily, they're coming here to record it, uh, uh, but it's usually they're pretty relaxing. So it actually has worked out. It just hasn't worked out for me because they said, well, it's like only that doesn't even pay for the editing of the episode. Like, but whatever, you know, it's an early deal. It's good content, uh, I believe. Though, though, so usually even I snooze through these episodes. Uh, though I did say, what are you going to be talking about tonight? And they said, oh, well, we would prefer to, like, you just could hear it. Uh, so I guess without further ado, I think it's Brad Bradderson is uh, the person that runs it. And, yeah, I guess so, like, I'm going to turn things over to Brad Bradderson from Board to Win Life Enrichment Industries uh, is what it says here. If you're looking for health, wealth, health, wealth, happiness, Oh, I, I don't know if I could say that. Uh, good abs. Uh, okay. Oh, you said that was optional talk. Well, I already said it now. Health, wealth, happiness. Po- possibly, can we just put question mark abs? Brad's nodding here. Because I don't I don't know. It's just, I think that's like not true. Like, uh, okay, well. Oh, do you, but everybody's a fan of abs? Well, I wouldn't say everybody's a fan of abs. Uh, I mean, like I think aspiration, like like it's a that's just another aspirational thing. Not to quibble, Brad. Uh, great, great to have you back. Uh, so if you're looking, I never actually investigated the health, wealth, or happiness parts of the, your your slogan either. But we're proud to present another seminar from Bordwin uh, 
Life Enrichment Enterprises. Uh, and here's Brad Bradderson. Uh, take it away, Brad. Well, hello, everyone. This is Brad Bradderson here. Thank you, Scooter. And thanks for having me in your ears. I really appreciate it. And we're here from Bordewin Life Enrichment Enterprises uh, to uh, help you on the path to health, wealth, and happiness. Smiles. Uh, you, you know, we're in the, in the, the uh, elusive, elusive search, uh, you know, for that 60-40, 80-20 mix. Uh, we're here to support you on that journey. We're here to unlock the empowering secrets of boredom and to the paths that boredom leads to. And we're going to do that today. With We have a new product we're launching. And those of you that have already become part of the, uh, the Boredewin Life Enrichment uh, Society... You know, the membership is currently closed, so those you got that got in on the now may reopen at some unknown point in the future. Uh, but those of you that became members early on, you're in a great position because you'll have a first access uh, to what we're going to let. I guess you also, the people that listen to the podcast, you're getting this free. And this will be a premium product eventually. It'll go behind the, the secret... Uh, Within to the board of win life enrichment enterprises uh, and industries, we're discussing industries versus enterprises. Uh, it'll go behind our paywall. And I know uh, you, you already listened to a podcast, a sleep podcast called Sleep With Me. And uh, uh, Scooter happens to be friends with Craig and Harris uh, from Sleep Whispers podcast. Also, know he's a big fan of uh, Justin McElroy, who has the Empty Bowl podcast. And I know Scooter likes uh, bedtime stories for Rebel Girls. And he's exchanged nice emails with Otis from Sleepy Podcasts. And there's a whole industry of uh, sleep, sleep, sleep and sleepy-related podcasts. Uh, and now there's businesses in it. And we said to ourselves here at Board of Win Enterprises, we, we already have uh, plenty of... Uh, nearly free advertising and sleep with me. And as we see more and more companies begin to to, to say, well, look, what is this sleep with me? Uh, and we see divergent things. You know, Scooter's been trying to get Trader Joe's to advertise on his podcast. They say, oh, we don't want to advertise on podcasts. Uh, we said, well, maybe this just isn't Scooter's just not, you know, maybe Scooter just needs to keep making sleep with me. And they say, is this a cottage industry? Well, we're going to find out because we're going to empower you today uh, to create your own seminar. Now, this is not based on any of Scooter's techniques, uh, but we have at uh, Board of Wind Labs, uh, which you could tour Board of Wind Labs if you're a member of the Board of Wind uh, Life Enrichment Society. Uh, that does come with uh, being able to purchase those tickets is only available to members. And uh, if the membership reopens, you would be able to tour board, board of win uh, labs uh, where you see what we're doing. We're pushing the edges of boredom uh, as a part of life, you know, and they say one day, you know, all these other, you know, we do, we, we do believe in the uh, Carol Dweckian philosophies of, uh, mindset and having a boredom embracing growth mindset uh but we're just focusing on boredom you know other people are you know doing other stuff neuroscience we have neuroscientists uh 
who are aware of our existence uh, and all of the other things. Uh, but so we've been working, listening. We, we now we did uh, we we did we we did purchase. Uh, uh, well, we subletted some space on uh, some uh, like uh, those uh, machine learning servers. And they say that those are some of those are based on AI, uh, and we've been looking for more of the AI with the EQ, you know, the the uh, EI, like emotional. Do you have any AI with EI? And we've been we've been trying to find you know within our budgets uh, ways to analyze the Sleep with Me podcast through AI. Uh, to discover why it really works, because and, and then say, well, this would be easily replicable for our enterprise customers and those members of the board win uh, life uh, enrichment society and you, dear listeners, you know, and mainly just to say, oh, maybe if now you might say, just uh, what is the cost of this life enrichment uh, society you're talking about, uh, Brad? And I'd say, well, how much is it, you know, how much is your en- enriching, you know, a life of enrichment uh, worth to you? Uh, because we do offer, uh, you know, for a hundred K, this was before we closed the membership because of demand uh, for a lifetime membership, uh, one time price for, for a lifetime of enrichment, of access to enriching products. Uh, now you might say, "Wow, a hundred k! Wow, what a bargain!" Uh, and you would say, "But uh, you know, I don't have that to put to you." I say, "Well, if you're not, you know, the right, you know, you could spread apart, apart multiple payments on multiple credit cards." And we're not really here to talk about those things exactly. It's just uh, like uh, what, what you know. But the monthly fee is, you know. The goal of the monthly fee is to make that pricing look like a deal. So, uh, but you say. Well, what, how how could I unlock these? Uh, now we we will tell you that uh, direct income from a sleep pod. You say, well, okay, but it's a way. Uh, we we're just working on unlocking the secrets to Scooter's podcast. Uh, and uh, now I could hear him sighing in the other room, and he's muttering that this is totally incorrect and off base. Uh, and you know, but we we feel like we've learned a lot, especially through uh, our our AI bots uh, with a little bit of emotional intelligence. And we have human curators uh, who are who have been working with us. So, so we're going to present uh, how to bore how to pod, pod podcasting bore to win the bore to win. Now we won't be making our own podcast. We've thought about that, but. Uh, since we have space on Scooter Show, we said, well, there's a built-in audience uh, ready to hear our message uh, and ready to bore to win the podcast edition. So let's get started. What do you say? Uh, okay, okay. Hold, hold on here, Brad. I hate to break in on you, but what exa- are you trying to uh, uh, copy, like uh, teach people how to copy my podcast? Scooter, we're looking at expanding the uh, the, the great foundation that you started, we'd like to just expand on that to, you know, to, to for-profit corporations, uh, startups, uh, you know, maybe solo, you know, so people, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs that are involved in our, uh, our society particularly. Okay. That is, uh, you're going to do that on my podcast. So 
Well, Scoot, here's a pitch to you. Uh, you could you could be the first to give away all your secrets. Uh, uh, think about, uh, you know, all the greats that have done that. Okay, I don't, like, there's actually no, I'll tell you, Brad, there's actually no secrets to the podcast that I know about. Uh, but do, so do you know, do you think you, you actually, well, this could be actually you, so... Maybe I could, like I could use this because really, Brad, it's not about any of that stuff, right? Scooter, tell me more. Scooter, do you mind if I grab a pen and pencil? Why don't you grab one of those and something to write on, Brad? Because I might just uh, uh, teach you how to board a win to board a win via podcast. But I'd actually like to, maybe I could improve my podcast uh, because I'm just here to help the people that are listening get some rest and. Uh, Get comfortable, uh, turn out the lights, press play, and uh, just be there. Keep them company while, if they're awake or asleep. Uh, right, Scooter. We just think you're missing out on a great, great opportunity. Did you say great opportunity? What, like, uh, like uh, I would love a great, an op- I had a grape soda last week, um, and I like, you know, I've always liked the term grape ape. That was a cartoon. I think, I don't know if it was a character on a cartoon. It was a giant ape uh, who was grape, uh, who was grape, and he was grape ape. Uh, I would love to go to a character greeting that said grape opportunity, like an opportunity to get a photo with the grape ape. Okay, Scooter, uh, I don't know if you were doing that on purpose or that was just your natural techniques, uh, but it's good uh, to, so we could work together on this seminar. Uh, listen, Brad, I know I'm contractually obligated to give you this time, and unfortunately I didn't know what I was doing, so I'm contractually obligated to let you uh, say what you are, you know, and you have a final edit on your your spoken portions. And I did, like, now that I have a coin on my side, like I said, well, I can also uh, say whatever I want. Uh, but, yeah, I think we could work together. This could be a win-win situation because i don't actually i don't even know how but i'll be honest with you brad i just told you all the secrets of the podcast earlier so if you have anything then i can use it to make my podcast better scooter you'd be boring to win yeah i mean i don't know the health wealth and happiness i don't think that's like i'd like to flourish and i'd like my listeners to flourish uh and i think flourishing it becomes something beyond, you know, beyond uh, like it's being instead of asp- aspirate. Do you aspir—is uh, aspiration, is uh, like uh, the act of aspiring aspiration, or is that like when you're uh, breathing through your skin, Brad? Uh, Scooter, I'm not going to take the bait on that. I'd like to uh, give you one of our talking topics here as we uh, focus on everybody listening to the seminar here. When you're sitting down to record now, we, again, and during this particular uh, free presentation, we won't be handling any of the technical aspects, uh, but that will be a part of our elite pro coaching program that'll be available uh, through the society eventually when we reopen membership. Uh, but Scooter, we found that uh, somehow you uh, you toe the line between mediocrity and excellence in some uh, way. And we've started to think about uh, what does that mean? And uh, we, we actually, we, we've thought uh, that uh, 
you, you could so scooter that was actually well we're just clarifying uh i thought that was a to- talking topic scooter but now you've almost uh you've got me in a uh so okay so you're saying i'm excellent in my mediocrity uh uh what, tell me more about if i was so if i was starting a sleep podcast uh how would I be excellent at my mediocrity? Well, Scooter, basically what we're saying is content-wise, it doesn't really matter what you talk about and uh, that you just prepare something mediocre and you present it in an excellent way. Now, your excellent way is boring. And, uh, like, uh, you, you, that's, so I guess that was what we're saying, uh, Okay, so you're basically saying, no, 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 Brad, don't worry. I know you could see by the furrowing of my brow I have a few thoughts about this, uh, but they're not all thoughts about involved with you, Brad. So let me uh, talk about this in a way that uh, is open-minded and in and, and, and the spirit of learning uh, because I, I think I could see, like, and again, I wonder if I should even be telling any, you this, Brad, but... Uh, you could see how you'd have that, uh, as you, like, uh, if you took apart, a, like, a, okay, let's talk about Ariel from Little Mermaid, right? Okay, Scooter, I thought you were going to tell me about, uh, mediocrity and excellence, uh, okay, well, I think I am, eventually. So you're basically saying, what, what you're positing is, uh, if I deliver something mediocre in an excellent way, uh, that that's kind of the key to the podcast, uh, putting people to sleep, right? Is to say, I could talk about anything or read something or just go off topic. It's really more mostly about the delivery and the style of delivery. And but that's what you're saying, right? And what I'm saying is, uh, I guess I got a couple stories to tell you. So settle in, Brad, uh, get comfortable. And so first off, I was thinking, well, before, like, first I thought I was going to tell you about my neighbor, Billy, when I was growing up. Uh, and, uh, like, uh, one of the people I aspired to be, he was, uh, like, a motorcycle. He had a motorcycle. He had multiple motorcycles. He had uh, snowmobiles. He had uh, uh, he had a dog named Rebel. Uh, and... Uh, one, one, more than once upon it, he also had a lot of that stuff in his parents' backyard. And he, he like, uh, he never became a, a older brother. He, he was almost like an older brother figure to me, but only like four or five momentary moments in my life. Um, and, uh, but one thing I know was that he was mechanically minded, right? Uh, but he was also, you don't just instantly become mechanically minded. So when you were talking about all that, I have these distinct memories of more than one occasion. Uh, sometimes it was with his own motorcycle. This is when he was in his teens and his, uh, his teens. Uh, and then one time I think with an outboard motor, like a used outboard motor my dad had bought, uh, that stopped working. And Billy said, I'll fix it. And, you know, to fix something, uh, especially something very mechanical, this is before the Internet, Brad, you'd have to take it all apart, right? 
And also before, I, I guess like here, oh, I guess that brings up a third thing, Brad, uh, is how useful it is to take photos. Like, cause I had to, I've changed the battery and the screen on my phone before. And I think it was one tip the police gave me, but maybe I just learned it or maybe I read it on the internet. It was like, take a picture at every phase as you're taking it apart. So then you know how to put it back together. And they had pictures too, but it's good to take your own pictures. So then you can kind of see, I guess if you're taking apart your phone, you know what I mean though, Brad? Scooter, I, 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 Scooter, uh, we have a lot of topics to cover here tonight. Don't worry, Brad. I, I promise this will put your listeners onto health, wealth, and happiness. Oh boy, will it! Uh, but so Billy took apart this outboard motor on top of a tarp. Uh, so all the parts were on on the tarp. Uh, all the insides of the outboard motor were now all the parts everywhere. And outboard motors got a lot of parts. It it's a, makes a like a rowboat go. Okay, Brad might be Brad's guy. So. Uh, Billy had them all spread out there, and I guess like he was trying to figure out what was wrong with it and how to fix it. Now, my dad is not mechanically minded, and he may be, I don't know if he's result-based. I I don't think, like, I don't know if he's a Dweckian. I'll tell you that for sure. And uh, I'm sure he was like, uh, he's very, you know, I'm very much like uh, him in the sense that if I was in his shoes at the time, and Billy said, Oh, something wrong with your motor? Why don't I fix it? I'll do it for 50 bucks or whatever. Or I'll do it for free. Or I'll do it for a couple of lunches. Uh, I, I would, my gut would say, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, but I, would say, I wouldn't want to displease or say no to Billy. So I'd probably say yes. But then I would be thinking the whole time, oh, no, 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 no. That's kind of the sound. Of that. That's actually the sound that a good outboard motor makes, uh, Oh, no, 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 no. And so, uh, basically, when my dad saw the motor taken apart, uh, then that started his own, like, uh, inboard motor running in a rattling way. And uh, then he was, uh, you know, then eventually the, the clock started ticking. And then it's like, okay, when is, you know, when is this going to be, is this ever going to be fixed? Uh, is it going to, oh, you know, a dance. Uh, now, meanwhile, from Billy's perspective, I don't know because, uh, but he he took it apart. He was pro- he was genuinely going to fix it. Maybe he was learning how to fix it, or maybe he took on too big a job, or maybe it would have eventually gotten fixed. I don't know. I mean, I know it probably had to get, re- get brought to a repair shop, but that's not the important part of the story. Brad, is I want you to picture all of the pieces. Uh, Scooter, are you saying I'm Billy? Brad, you're getting way ahead of yourself, uh, so far ahead of yourself. Uh, so, but just picture that tarp with uh, thousands of parts from an upboard motor. Pretty nice. Uh, it was a beautiful summer day. There's grass around it. Uh, uh, but that's a lot of parts. And if you just look at one of those parts, you say, this is where it becomes a little mermaid thing, right? And we could even use that as like a in-world metaphor, now imagine like a, a Ariel has her sea legs right, or earth legs, and she's still friends with uh, whatever that bird's name was. Uh, maybe I'll remember it. Scuttle, I think. Yep, yeah, Scuttle. And situationally, maybe maybe Ariel and Eric and Scuttle and uh, 
Fivel or whoever else. They live down the street. Uh, you know, Ariel, like, the movie was almost in real time. Like, Ariel and Eric got married, but, you know, Ariel's still a new person in our world, right? Okay, Scooter, I'm with you. So, just like in the movie, if uh, Ariel and Scuttle were walking, you say, Hey, Ariel, what's up? Uh, still, you, 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 I mean, I guess my first thing would be, it would be more subtle than this. It'd be like, So, what's the sitch with you and Prince Eric? Uh, he travels a lot, huh, for work. Well, he is a prince. Uh, yeah. Uh, and his dog chases around poor Scuttle all the time. Well, and the scuttle will probably say, no, actually, a dog and I say, okay, anyway. Geez, Ariel, uh, good to see you. Scooter, you really are a good friend. And then I would sigh. And then Ariel would say, huh, what's, scuttle, what is all this stuff here? And they would go through the parts of the outboard motor and talk about them. You know, scuttle would pick something up and it would be totally... You know, no one knows, like, I haven't written any Scuttle fan fiction yet, so who knows what's going on with Scuttle? Is Scuttle, like, just, uh, is Scuttle, like, living in a fantasy world? Is Scuttle just make, like, is, like, uh, does Scuttle, I guess the question at this point would be, does Scuttle believe what Scuttle's saying or not? And, it, but it, for, I guess for this example, it doesn't really matter is that Scuttle would be identifying all these parts and saying this is what it does. Uh, Scooter, are you saying I'm Scuttle? Well, Brad, I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, you, you could be Billy. You could be maybe maybe the AI. But then Ariel's there saying, huh, like, uh, what, tell me more. What? So I guess what I'm, my point is, I think I had a third point that I forgot about, though, huh? Uh, Scooter, your third point was talking about your phone. Okay, so let's think about how to empower this. So I, I don't think I think you're um, you're missing. You're you're saying that this big part must be. You know, I think you are a little bit of. You're pulling a little bit of scuttle. And it, I can see how. Um, and, okay, here's another topic just to, to discuss on this subject. Brad is. Uh, now, I guess the reason my brow is so furrowed is it is something I think about a lot. Is, uh, well, geez, like, is the podcast just uh, that one part, the majority, of what you're saying? And then I would say, well, would I want to just do that all the time? Because it still would be a lot of work, even if it didn't take all of the pre production of like writing things or preparing things or taking notes. Uh, or all of the craftsmanship that I, I believe that goes into the beginning, the pre-pre-show part of things. Like, even if, so even if that was delusional, like I'm Scuttle in this, situ- in this model, and I'm believing what I'm saying. I'm saying, oh, this really is a Fuseldorf uh, Schneiser. And uh, that, you know, that's what you, you use it, you know, to uh, open your nostrils more. Uh, like, I guess I would say, doesn't that bring Scuttle, like, hmm, I guess this Scuttle's are probably a bad example in this situation. But I'd say, I don't think this, I think, like, the inherent work, the crafts that goes into making a podcast uh, is also what makes it sustainable. Even though it makes it a lot more work, 
the work, uh, in some sense, generates the sustainability of the show. Scooter, I hear what you're saying, but we're looking to stream. I guess we're looking to streamline what you're doing and make it scalable. Oh boy, did you just say scalable, huh? Oh boy, so that's where we're at. Uh, okay, well let's. Uh, oh, so you're saying, uh, well, I guess scalable would be like wars, and so you'd say, so okay, let's just say yes, Brad. Let's you and I, Ariel. Would you like to join me and Brad for a boat ride with oars? No, you're going to go home and look out the window and wonder, okay, great. Think about Prince Eric's hair and eyes for a while. Scuttle, uh, why don't you keep Ariel company? Because I think you and I are two birds of a feather, right? Uh, I'll see you later. So we would be streamlined in this rowboat uh, with just these oars, Brad. So a streamlined version of the show, I see what you're saying, would focus... Uh, okay, I'm going to give you another secret, Brad. And I maybe you've done enough research that this isn't going to blow your mind. And a regular listener would know all this. Uh, is that boredom, when I say the show's bored, I guess you build a whole industry on boredom. So you probably know more about it than I do. But for me, boredom is an entry point, right? And it always has been since the start of the show. Uh, because I want the show to be... Uh, uh, feel accessible and not intimidating and welcoming. And if it was more high-minded, I think, uh, in some sense, uh, it might feel like, whoa, whoa, what's it like? Uh, I'm going to I spin these fantastical tales of, uh, like, goofy would be another good, or nonsense, like, uh, like, uh, you say, what's Scooter's main things? Nonsense, goofiness, uh, tangential, those like, uh, going off topic, uh, thinking about grape ape, even like, here's a question, Brad, now that we're out in this rowboat and it's warm and I'll do the paddling, uh, cause I gotta get my, I gotta get my, you know, I gotta get, uh, in better shape than Prince Eric, hopefully. I don't think that's happening, but. Uh, is, uh, oh, oh, his grape ape, you think grape ape was ever in a, on a grape, like, I think grape ape predated, uh, juice boxes, but I was just thinking I'd love a juice box with grape ape on it. It said, you know, grape ape juice box. Okay, Brad. So, um, where was I? Uh, I think I was going to make a point and then I forgot what it was. A, which is another, oh, so putting, oh, we're going to streamline things. I don't know, Brad, do, do you remember what I was talking about? Scooter, I think you were going to reveal what, oh, boredom, Scooter. You were, oh, so boredom's an entry point for the show. Not, it is kind of like a, a portion of what works, uh, but it's not the primary thing. It's more like, oh, you're going to bore me to sleep. I think I can kind of understand that. And that doesn't feel super in, uh, intimidating or it doesn't sound like a big obligation for me, the listener. Uh, so I'll, I'll uh, I, I can, I can, I'll, I can check that out. So it's a podcast where a dude bores you to sleep. Now, when people talk about it interpersonally, they think it's still a good entry point to say, because people, some people say you're so boring and I say, great, that's like, that's perfect. 
But then some listeners say, well, you're not boring. They say, well, boredom is in the toolkit. It's a big, one of the bigger tools in the toolkit. I guess that's the point I was trying to make, Brad. But it's not the only tool. But when people say, did you bring your toolkit? You, you know, if you're like a super journeyman, you're fixing outboard motors. Now, maybe that's all Billy showed up with because that's what he had a socket set and some pliers and maybe a couple other things. Uh, and the journey person, outboard motor repair person, uh, might say, okay, well, I got the tensile 9 or 40 and, you know, stuff that, you know, maybe that sounds like Scuttle would be saying it, but real. So I, I guess, like, uh, you can board a win. Clearly, you've proven it, Brad, because you have a society of uh, enrichers or whatever. But I guess I just wanted to say that uh, I don't think it's a primary, like, like, I think it's like when you, when you think about building, so when we think about streamlining it, Scooter, can I uh, re, okay, go ahead, Brad, I'm glad you, you, you're, Brad, you're reminding me more. Have you ever met Stan? Uh, Scooter, we've analyzed the Stan. The Stan's clearly a uh, a projection of uh, one of the inner children that lives within you. Okay, well, you, you've been wrong before, Brad, but, like, uh, no, you know, I'm not, I just, uh, it's possible, though. Okay, Scooter, I just wanted to, so if we were taking the tenets of making a, a podcast, a bore-to-win podcast, a podcast to put people to sleep. Uh, boredom would be one of the, if we, Scooter, you know what's always efficient is having five pillars or five keystones of uh, sleep podcast creation, whether it's corporate, whether it's funded by, by VCs, or whether it's uh, you know, simply, you know, solo, solo prime, members of our society. Uh, scooter is uh, so boredom could be one of the five. Could we have tenants instead? What about tent poles? Scooter, normally there's only one tent pole at the center of the tent, that's why it's called a tent pole movie. Okay, but usually in the summer there's like three tent pole movies, right? Uh, but Scooter, I'm shooting for five. Okay, well, I'll just be honest with you, like, because since this is my kind of my uh, for I don't want to forte you, but uh. You know, will you let me for? I'm just kidding, Brad. Uh, just to be efficient, uh, so boredom is one of the five keystones. Let's say, let's go with that. Okay, Scooter. And I'm a little bit wondering how we are going to get. We'll get through it together, Brad. I'm here to help. Uh, so you'd say boredom is one of the keystones, uh, and I believe that. And your AI analyzed it uh, and said boredom. And Brad, let me give you two other keystones that I know you got right in your back pocket uh, is uh, tone and pacing, right? So you have boredom, you have tone, and you have pacing. And I would say, okay, well, uh, if you, you now you have to have five keystones, huh? And do the keystones all have to be the same. Now, these are your keystones, not mine. I'm just going to be clear. Yeah, Scooter, we, we kind of uh, have ascertained through our analysis that, yes, uh, tone and pacing are the uh, primary keystones along with boredom. And if we were creating our own course, we'd base it just on those uh, three keystones. But for sales-based marketing purposes uh, in A-B testing, uh, five keystone-based products or five pillar products uh, sell better than three pillar products. Yeah, I think people want to go on a journey. They want to have a little bit more 
than a mouthful. Uh, and so I think that's like would be your fourth pillar, which we could talk about the other pillars, which would be being around for people, uh, Brad. It's really uh, like a scooter. I don't know if that could quite fit as a keystone, being around. Okay, being present, uh, being in there. And that's a summary of uh, the the, uh, the 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 tone and the pacing come through that. The actual boredom, as you would say it, is a, a, a spirit. Uh, it's almost like a spirit, not a spiritual boredom in the uh, the religious or faith sense, but in the spirit, like the boredom, the spirit of the boredom is impacted. Uh, I already, Brad, believe it or not, I just forgot what I was talking about mid-sentence. Uh, Scooter, you're talking about the fourth pillar, uh, which you said was being, being, being around. Yeah, so the kind of the, like, uh, this might be the only, I guess maybe that's the keystone, is really just being there for the person listening. You're there to keep them company with some silly boredom-based silliness with calm, soothing tone and easy pace uh, that you're always trying to pay attention for. Maybe sometimes you got to redial it back in. Uh, and but, but that's the main thing, Brad, is you say, okay, you could have a pace. You could have, but, but being there it consumes like the release schedule, uh, the, uh, the time of the episodes, the content, the presentation. Yeah, but it's really just about being there uh, for for the per- one person that's listening, Brad. Okay, Scooter, I'm writing all of this down. So this is very, very good. Uh, but again, I don't quite know. Uh, in a course, uh, Scooter, usually it's better to have one word, boredom, uh, pacing, tone, and being. Did you ever see the movie, Being? is it Being There? Is that the name of the movie with Chauncey the Gardener? Uh, Scooter, we like uh, we got to get to the fifth tenants, and also I have a bunch of other stuff uh, uh, to present uh, as part of this uh, seminar. Okay, well, honestly, I think you helped me a lot, Brad, because it's like uh, again for me paying attention to those things. I didn't realize quite they're interconnected. This until I was like speaking to you about it, and I knew they were interconnected. But now I can actually, I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, Brad, but I could feel the interconnectedness between the tone, the pacing, the being there, and the kind of being bored. You know, bore, You know, whatever, I don't know if that's a keystone, though, Brad. It's a tool in the toolbox, but we're just going to use your words because this is your time. And, uh, like... Uh, Okay, what's the last one, Brad? Because I know you're you're delaying, so I have a feeling you have a feeling that I'm not going to appreciate the last uh, keystone. Okay, Scooter, yeah, Scooter, you're sitting down, and but this is just a true Scooter. It's uh, uh being being first, uh, uh, and we just call it arrival. But really, so because I guess I was stuck with being there. It's the reason you really your success is due to the fact that you were. Uh, well, again, we won't talk about that part, Scooter. Yeah, no, I could see how you totally feel that way, Brad. That's a very common theme, so don't worry about it. Uh, like uh, I'm a bit like Brand. You say, okay, I, I, I get it. Like uh, 
that most of the things that suggest that the podcast was the first one of its kind, right? Right, Scooter. And a lot of your, uh, a lot of it, like, uh, but we have an empowering version of that message. That's why we call it, uh, are you, Brad, are you doing some visioneering? Is that what you're doing? I guess so, Scooter, but we call it a rival. Okay, I just want to dissuade you of a couple points. So just to, just to ensure, to empower your message uh, is like, so the podcast is not new. It, the idea wasn't new. It's been around for millions, I mean, not millions of years, but uh, people are telling each other stories like this for, for all of time. And so I don't know necessarily that that, uh, like, uh, that really is an empowering message for anyone else. You, you say, it's kind of like you're saying, well, most of Scooter's success can be attributed to that, uh, being boring and being early. And you're saying, and I, and I could totally see why you, you could perceive that, especially when you're working with AI. So I'm not, it doesn't bother me at all. But I do want to just make sure, like, uh, if you're going to be empowering other people that, uh, I'm interested uh, to know how you would do that. Uh, Scooter, so we're saying in arrive, instead of replicating you, because that's not possible, would be an arrival. So we're, we're encouraging uh, them to arrive. Now, great, with our enterprise customers, we could launch an entire plan to do that. And, you know, with marketing and PR and ad spend, and that could very easily scales with budget scooter, and we can arrive, uh, and that can arrive on various platforms everywhere. Now, for the individuals in our society, what we'll do is uh, they'll help one another arrive, and uh, that uh, that will help them. Uh, okay, well, I don't know about that, but, but like, here's the thing. Uh, Hmm. I'm trying to help you, Brad. Without it, I don't want to invalidate anything you're saying because everything you're saying is valid and definitely valid to you. I just don't know. Like I say, okay, if we're going to build this wall here with that as a keystone, or we're building an arch or whatever, I'm not totally confident we should be walking under that one. You know, the other ones I could see, kind of. So. um like, let's, let's see if we can find our way there. So here we are. Welcome, everybody. Uh, this is the abbreviated Boar to Win, Boar Pod, Boar to Podcast to Win Seminar. I'm here with uh, my support staff, Brad Bradderson. Say hi, Brad. Hi, Brad. Oh, you're to learn. You're quick, but boy, you're good, Brad. And we're here to present you, uh, to, to set you which is a little, you know, you heard our, our practice podcast there. And we're here to uh, set you on the path uh, to health, wealth, and happiness through boredom and through boring podcasting. And you're probably here because you want to unlock uh, the secrets to health, wealth, and happiness. Uh, good hair, shiny teeth, uh and all the other things that, uh, you know, life enrichment, uh, as Brad says, and and we want to help you here. And Brad's working on a program for the members of the Enrichment Society. Uh, Keystones and tenets of boring podcasting. You know, the working title. And you know, we've kind of gone through some of the important tenets there. It's being boring and uh, 
that would be your content model. And uh, Brad says it's somewhat, uh, uh, it, it, it's a equally, it's a one fifth of the the road to success, to health, to wealth, to happiness. And finding finding content that's boring uh, and uninteresting, like uh, according to the Boredom Institute, which preaches boredom first, uh, it's a boredom first thing, is uh, one of the keystones of their program that I'm just summarizing uh, because I, I want to just clarify everything for them. Uh, second, uh, tenant and keystone is uh, pacing. Uh, which I guess you have now. Here's the thing: you have to discover it through time, uh, because you have to discover a pacing that's sustainable for you and the listener, and a tone, a tone uh, that is, uh, you know, that that works for the listener and that works. Uh, and and normally, I would put pacing and tone in their own keystones, but because of A/B testing, uh, Brad has separated those out. And this is a freebie that I'm giving to Brad and the Institute. It's the fourth keystone is presence. Uh, you're here. Uh, you're here. You're here in your situation to bore to win. Uh, you're a winner, or you're you want to win. You want to win through boredom, and you want to unlock the secrets to health, wealth, and happiness through boring others. Uh, and you want to be present for that. You want to enjoy every minute and. If you're enjoying every minute of uh, the tone and the pacing, will follow that in the content. Uh, so you want to remember that you're going to be there and you're going to be present uh, for those. Uh, uh, I, I guess I do have to ask Brad a clarifying question before we move on to the fourth keystone, which I for, forgot. Uh, and now I'm almost going to forget my question, Brad. Oh, Brad. So here's a question. So the people that are be doing the seminar, so the enterprise uh, customers are yours. They're like a business, right? So they say, hey, we want to do a sleep podcast or put, put people to sleep uh, to promote our product, right? Scooter brand, we're looking to promote, you know, promote. Okay, so yeah, their brand or whatever. Okay, I get that. I could see that. Totally reasonable expectations and makes total sense, right, uh, that uh, you'd want to do that. Totally understandable. And so, okay, so that's one thing. So then, uh, so you're, uh, okay, so that would be, I guess, oh, so what about the non-enterprise customers? They can see the enterprise customers, you know, it's clear as a day. They say, hey, we make this, like, uh, I mean, I guess some, I can't see why it's not clear as day. Like Trader Joe's say, okay, you make, why don't you make a podcast about your products to put people, instead, just do it on my show. Uh, but like, uh, don't, they say, well, we don't want to, but our brand is not boredom. Can you explain that to me, Brad? The scooter, you could enroll in the, uh, okay, you got me. You, you are a good co-host, Brad. Uh, we do have to tie all this together, though. I for, the fourth t- the tenant was arrival. So here's what we, when we talk about arrival at the Boredom Institute, we talk, it's, uh, Brad means making a splash, uh, getting the chatter going, getting the word of mouth going. And I would say I'd bring it back to the presence. Uh, and remember, now Brad was bringing up one of my, you know, one of my internal emotional children, uh, that they may have discovered at the Boredom Institute, uh, 
along with like uh, my emotional marketer Brad, uh, is uh, uh, now the presence uh, and the arrival. Uh, do you, you want to be present for your arrival? You want to be present for your the train on the journey before the arrival and the arrival at the station. And so if you're an individual or a brand, like being aware of uh, what your interests are, who you are, and uh, why you're on this journey, where you're going, maybe you don't even know that 100% or what your current destination is, where you've come from and what you've seen on the way will inform all of those other keystones. Uh, so when you're thinking about it, uh, uh, more think about it, that if it was in slow motion and you're dropping a pebble and the ripples uh, heading outward uh, in very slow motion, as if time was slowed down, those ripples uh, floating away from the pebble. Uh, don't forget those uh, ripples, and then don't forget about Kiva. Go back in time. Where did you pick the pebble up from? Why did you choose that pedal? pebble? Maybe you dropped a pedal in there from a bike or from a flower. And uh, what did it feel like in your hand? Uh, what did it make you, what did it remind you of? What did the air smell like? And not the specific details. Uh, remember, you have your own unique window that uh, you look through in the world, your own unique makeup. And I guess this is scalable for brands in some senses, uh, or brands, you know, or brand. You know, I don't know, brand doesn't have its own brand. I guess raisin brand is the closest thing. But uh, so when you think about your rival, uh, think about you and who you are, uh, and that'll help the, the uniqueness of your 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 uh, your delivery, and it'll inform all those other things. And also, it, you know, just when you think about the health, wealth, and happiness that the institute guarantees, uh, you you think about uh, the, the the opportunity to get to know yourself better, and uh, to 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 uh, find your voice. Uh, I think all of those keystones that Brad and the institute have invented are really about finding your voice. Uh, and maybe you're finding the boring intonation of your voice, and maybe that is part of your journey there, uh, part of your discovery, and you know, part of what, what you're trying to find. Or, you know, if you're part of a team, you know, you've got a job, you've got to pay the bills, I get it. Uh, you know, think about that. Uh, and I would say, with working with Brad's notes here, I think the last one is action. And, you know, that's just a buzzy way to make it sound as I re-summarize everything. Now, the action for this podcast, uh, and you say, okay, well, Brad or Brand or anything else, you say, well, metaphorically, what is the action? Like, how can we present it in a way that's clear and understandable? And I would say it's a sense of holding holding, and then you say, well, give me some more scoots. I need to, you know, I need to put this on a bumper sticker. And you see, really, part of your marketing plan is bumper stickers. So sign me up. Uh, no, no, and a bill. Okay, I'll hold you in the palm of my hand is a term uh, I've heard. Maybe uh, holding you in my arms. You know, you know, like a, a pet or a, a child. Uh, maybe it's just holding your hands, uh, holding your palms of your. I find that very comforting myself. Is uh, holding my hands in the palms of my hands. And I'm doing it now. 
And when I do that, it makes me sit in a way that I'm leaning in to listen, even though I'm doing the talking, that I'm saying, oh, I'm kind of here. Like, I'm talking in a listening sense to say, wow, you can't sleep. Uh, oof, wow, I wish you could. Like, maybe I could do this to help you sleep. Uh, it kind of always uh, follows suit. Uh, is the, that's the action part of the plan. And... I think really like you, like I talk about on the podcast is like kissing your shoulders or yeah, holding your hands or maybe rubbing your thumbs together or, uh, I don't know, like, uh, some people like to hold their open palm on their sternum and say, Hey, I'm here for you. Cause maybe just, just the action for starting is, uh, kind of doing that for yourself to say, well, and then maybe it's uh, maybe there's a other keystone. It's a choice. Uh, you'd say, "Huh? Do I like? Is this, this making a sleep podcast for me, or is it? Do I want to make a podcast about something else, or what's interesting to me?" Uh, uh, and then holding yourself and seeing it as a journey of discovery. I don't know. So maybe that's not a good one, Brad. But uh, I think actions you could you you could reuse that. Any oh, Brad's asleep. Uh, great news, everybody. Still got it. Uh, so I don't know. I, I I like had fun with Brad, and I can totally see Brad's points and the desire to kind of uh, spread what I'm doing around and through other channels and other mediums and uh, uh, you know for for other things and. Uh, you know, I'm glad that Brad came to me and, like, uh, gave me the overview. And you'd say, well, geez, what is it? Is it an outboard motor? What is it like Like when the outboard motor's taken apart? And, and looking at stuff like this with Brad, it always gives me the opportunity to look at the podcast in a closer way. And, you know, really that is the important thing is you uh, and kind of your dilemma and the fact that I can relate to it. Uh, at least that's what's important to me to say, huh, I don't know exactly what that is like, but I know, like, I've, uh, huh, that really sounds tough. Uh, let me be here and let me see if my tone and my pacing and my content uh, and my presence, uh, my actions can can reflect that fact uh, you know, I you know I'm not perfect like Brad. Brad never said that, but you know the the AI probably said that. Uh, and I say, well, yeah, and that probably confuses the AI a bit. That it's uh, you know the imperfections in the podcast maybe what makes you work too. Uh, but when I think about those are the things, or maybe those are my favorite things about the podcast works uh, that you let me in uh, to try to help. Uh, and then I can try uh, to be here to keep you company and to take your mind off stuff or not, uh, just to be be across the room or wherever I am. And sure, that's replicable. Sure, it's, I guess, probably scalable for Brad. Uh, uh, but uh, it's also this individual thing in some way. And then it's not it's opposite of that. Uh, so thanks for letting me in. Uh, time after time or whatever, and I'm really glad. I really appreciate it, uh, and I hope uh, we could keep doing this. Uh, uh, this was a little bit different. Uh, I gave Brad Brad's a lot of time, and if you're interested in anything they're doing there, 
Uh, maybe one day they'll launch a page, uh, the Bordewin Institute. Uh, thanks, everybody, and good night.